My name is Victoria. I come from Ghanaian parents and grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a painter turned entrepreneur on a mission to empower Black women to step into their genius and make an impact. I have a vision for creative women to feel confident and powerful and let go of all the limiting beliefs holding us back from going all out and showing up. I'm also the founder of the Kindred Creatives Collective, where I host dinners and retreats to hold space for Black women to prioritize self-care, build a tribe, and feel inspired. I want a world where Black women artists are celebrated, valued, and paid more. My goal for this podcast is to help women of color build sustainable and purpose-driven practices. Every week, I'll chat with a boss who's making bold moves in her industry as a creative entrepreneur. After hanging out with us, you'll feel empowered to build your own creative empire. Now let's start the show. In the center of all that hard work, faith, and vision is a big desire. Desire for joy. Desire to live in alignment. Desire to have a life that you love. Desire to step up for yourself, for your dreams, and for what you know you deserve. Ask me how I know. Sis, I want the same thing. That's why I created the Empowered Creatives Retreat. If you think you can thrive as a creative without taking action, think again. Join me at my two-week retreat in Ghana. It's a retreat for purpose-driven Black women visual artists, writers, performers, and makers. Have time away in the African diaspora to focus on your art, feel rejuvenated, and inspired. All while making lasting connections and friendships with fellow artists. To sign up for the retreat in July, visit www.kindredcreativesco.org or follow me on the gram at Victoria underscore Y-A-W-A. Meet Amber's Neural, a visionary who lives a holistic life. She is dedicated to living a life that is rooted in letting her best side shine. Art has become her business. And today, she is the founder and artist behind Suburban, where she makes custom hand-painted and original designs on vegan and cruelty-free handbags, clothing, and accessories. In this episode, learn how Amber balanced it all as a creative entrepreneur while working a nine-to-five. Hey, Amber, how are you? I'm good, Victoria. How are you doing? Pretty good. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Of course. I'm excited to be here. Me too. I really am excited to get into this and learn more about your journey. It's one of my favorite things to talk to artists about their start and really like how they came to where they are now, their path. Super interesting. So I always want to start with your beginnings because I feel like it tells us a lot about, you know, an artist's journey. Can you talk a little bit about just how you started to make art? When was that in your life? 
Yeah, I've always been creative, um, even as a young child. So like I remember um, I used to draw like little outfits and put them on my grandma's fridge when I was Mm -hmm. like five or six. And my family just knew that about me. So they would all look forward to like, oh, it's Christmas. We're going to get like a hand-drawn card from Amber or, you know, Amber's here for the holidays. We'll get some new art for the fridge. So I've always been creative. (laughs) Yeah, in that way. But I think more recently, what made me realize my, you know, potential as an artist and to practice art was when I really got into it after just experiencing some things emotionally and realizing that like art was an outlet for me to say the things that I couldn't verbalize, but that I could turn Mm -hmm. into something visually. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so take me back to that moment when you realized that art was really healing for you and an opportunity for you to kind of stand in your power. Can you talk more about that moment when you, when you, when art became a shift for you and as far as like how you looked at it? Yeah, it was 2017. I remember it vividly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was like working at a job that I could not stand. I was so unhappy. I had just gotten out of a relationship. And I remember I was with one of my good friends and we were just going home, waiting on the bus. And I was like, you know what? Can we stop at the art store? He's like, okay, sure. (laughs) Like whatever you want to do. And I was like, I don't know why, but I just really want to try to paint. I was like, you know, I've always like sketched and drawn, but I've never like tried to paint. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just have been feeling away and I really got to get some stuff out. And like, I don't have the words, but I feel like if I just let it out artistically, I can get it out. And I remember I just went and bought like the basic colors, like <laughs> the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Yeah. And I bought like a, a little cheap canvas and I just started painting and it felt so good. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like I feel like I just released this whole day onto this canvas mm. and I got addicted immediately. I was like, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm about to invest in better materials. And I remember I had a small studio apartment at the time and like the whole like right side of my apartment just became like my way to create and like there was canvases stacked up to the ceiling my kitchen table was no longer for eating it was for painting Uh, (laughs) yes I know that (laughs) yeah so that definitely was like the defining moment and from there I mean I would paint and like hanging up all over my walls I started doing like neighborhood festivals here and there I would give stuff to my friends and I mean from there it was just history I love that story because it, mm. it felt like to me hearing you tell your story of how it there was a shift for you. It was almost like this, I don't know, like a like a new beginning, like you realized the power. It was always there, but it just felt so right and you just couldn't stop. You know, you had mm. to continue to do it. It was it was your calling. And I felt yeah. like that shift is super important because a lot of times you know, as creatives, we know that like, you know, we know that we're creative, we know that we like art, but Mm -hmm. to really spend time and focus on it can be challenging. Mm -hmm. But I love that you're like, nope, this is what I love to do. I'm addicted. I'm going to keep doing it. And you just (laughs) went all in. Yeah. It was like, I had never felt so good doing something. And Mm. so that was new to me. And I was like, I want to keep feeling like this. So I'm going to keep doing this. So it was, it was a huge moment. Yes. And that's how you know when you're like on the right path, when it just feels good, it feels right. Mm -hmm. So I know that you're a painter, but can you talk more about your creative practice? 
Yeah. So right now I actually am running um, a handbag line. It's called Suburban and the handbag line also incorporates art. Um, but the basis of it is to create a sustainable line of fashion that is not harmful to animals or the environment. And so I use a lot of like recycled materials um, and vegan materials in sourcing my handbags. And then I pair that with um, hand painted art. So I do a lot of custom work. I also do some work for boutiques here and there. Um, but that's what I've been practicing on more now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been lucky enough to do like some gallery showings with the bags, which is is pretty dope because, you know, most times you go to a gallery, you see canvas art, you see photographs, yes. you don't necessarily see like fashion or handbags. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. I've, I've been able to kind of like, you know, blur some lines with what I've been doing. So Yes. So you paint on the bags. Is that right? Yeah, I paint directly on the bag. So it started very wildly. Like when I first started doing it, I was buying like acrylic paint and it would like crack the next day (laughs) on the bags. But, you know, eventually I grew to like learn the materials and learn Mm -hmm. what it is that I needed to buy. And so I use leather paint and adorn that to all of the bags. And and that lasts Mm -hmm. pretty well. So cool. I want to get into how you started Suburban. I love your your message, by the way, to really, you know, you, your designs are vegan and cruelty-free. And I think mm-hmm. that's a super important message. Can you talk more about your mission behind your business and how you started it? Yeah. So it actually didn't start like that. Um, okay. It started as an accident. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, um, it was one of those really bad winters in Chicago. And, you know, when I was like painting canvases left and right, um, it was one of those days where it was just like, "Uh uh-uh, it's too cold. Like, I'm not leaving the house. (laughs) And so I I had a bag with me and I was like, ooh, this would be kind of cool if I paint on this bag. And so that's where I talk about like using acrylic paint because I just used what I had at the time and expressed myself. And I was like, hey, y'all, Instagram, Snapchat, like back when I had all that, I'm like, look at this. And everybody's like, so where can I buy? And I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> you, you want to buy this? <laughs> I'm on to something. Yes. <laughs> so that's kind of how it started. When I first started, it was still that outlet. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think I immediately recognized that it could be a business. It was still more like, I want to make people feel good the first like couple bags I sold, like the people got in touch with me immediately and were like, oh my God, this made my day to get this package. And like that to me was enough. Like I was like, Mm. wow, I can make other people feel good with my art. Like this is cool. And I think once I started to learn more about like the materials I was using, that's when I was like, okay, I actually have a chance to do something good for people and the environment. Mm -hmm. Let me merge these two. And so that's really how the mission of like, you know, wanting to be a Black woman who has this platform and use it for good, that's how that came about. So it's Mm -hmm. crazy. It's really evolved, but it's given me a chance to make an impact where I otherwise don't feel like I would have had that opportunity. Yes. I love that social message connected to your business because I think it's important to like think about, you know, what message we're trying to come across like what is our reason for doing the things we're doing and I love Mm. that you're really thinking about the environment and also like the common good for everyone and just thinking about that in like the materials you use and I think that's super important I love it and your handbags are beautiful where can people get your bags 
So they can buy directly on my website. Um, my website is currently just my first and last name. It's ambersnurl.com. Um, a lot of people can also find me on Instagram at Suburban Designs. Um, and I can't give it away yet, but you will be able to also find them in stores in New York here soon. Ooh, yeah, that's exciting. Very exciting. So it's a lot of work, but I'm looking forward to having the bag somewhere physically and in such a great city, especially for fashion. So yes, that's huge. Congrats. Thanks. Yes, that's really big. So can you take me through a typical day of like what life is like for you? Because I know that you are, you know, still making art. You are Mm -hmm. still maintaining your business. You know, how are you able to balance everything? So I actually have a pretty hectic schedule Um, Mm -hmm. with doing all of this. I also work full time for a tech startup here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, And so more recently, I have found that I need the help from other people to balance a lot of what I'm doing. And so, you know, luckily being able to still work full time, I do have that income where I can, you know, put back into my business. And so recently I've hired a content manager. Actually, just the other day, a few days ago, I hired a virtual assistant. And so having those people to kind of help balance out the day to day has really made a tremendous change in what I do every day. But I think if anything, since I do work full time, I try to make sure that I get stuff done, but not in a way that I'm taking away from relaxing. So, you know, people always say when you're an entrepreneur with a full time job, you work nights and weekends. But it's like, okay, you can also just work like some nights and weekends. Right. So, you know, hiring people has helped me to be able to be like, okay, I've got my tasks. You've got yours. And there's balance. Like, I'm not doing everything. I'm not overwhelmed. So hmm. And see, I feel like people always like that's almost one of the last things we do as entrepreneurs, especially when we're starting off is to hire people. We think we can do it all. And I think mm-hmm. it's so smart when you start to hire not only for your own sustainability, but for your growth. You know, there's people can bring in their own brilliance and their mm-hmm. own you know, perspective to help your business grow, but just also having an extra hand and like someone to do something to take it off your plate is huge. So can Mm -hmm. you talk about like your hiring process? Like how did you kind of, how did you come to a decision that, okay, I need to hire someone? Oh man, I think, so the first person I had was the content manager. And I think for me, I was looking at the brand and what I've been doing since 2017. And I realized that I've only been doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that while that's great, you still need input from other people creatively. Otherwise, yes. it's just like tunnel vision. Like you never will know if the brand can grow, like if the brand can grow to different heights, if it's just you <laughs> doing everything. And so I remember just scrolling through my Instagram and I was like, this looks like my Instagram. It doesn't look like a brand. It looks like Amber's Instagram. (laughs) Like it looks like my page. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this is not okay. It looks good to me, but someone else may be able to come in and say, hey, I love this, but we can also do this. And so that's what made me want to hire somebody because I was like, I need a second brain. I need another creative person alongside me to tell me like what they think and then we can put the two together and make magic so that's kind of where that started and it's like once I hired one person I was like okay well I got some more stuff I need to do right some more people so it just kind of went like that and I've been lucky enough to know creative people so the person that is working for me 
with content. I actually knew her previously and know her work. So it's been pretty nice. I didn't have to go and do a lot of searching. I was just like, hey, here's what I got going on. Would you be willing to help? Yeah. And these people were like, absolutely. Like we love the mission. And so it was kind of seamless. I was very blessed. I'm so happy you talked about that because I think mm-hmm. it's so important to start hiring sooner than we think. And even if it's like a part-time VA for a couple hours, it, that's something. It doesn't have to yeah. be a, a full-time employee or anything like that when you're starting. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you do hire people for a couple of hours, you'll be amazed at how much more income you can generate. And then you can continue to hire from that place. Mm-hmm. So, you know you really do kind of have to start before you think you're ready in order to like, like you said, have that growth for your company so you can have someone else come in and be like, oh, I have an idea that you didn't even think of. So yeah. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, and it's, it's great too because it's scary. But mm-hmm. then when you do have the people in the door, you're like, see, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. Okay, cool. So- just thinking about, you know, your mission and why you started Suburban, what drives you? What can what keeps you going, especially as you are working a full-time job and, you know, I'm sure that's demanding as well. What mm-hmm. what drives your business to keep going and for you to keep making art as an artist? Honestly, it makes me happy. And I think that mm-hmm. is the biggest thing. Like I, I will notice a shift from when I get off work. And then I start my work and it's like, Mm. I'm still working, but it makes me feel good. Like I'm like, Ooh, all right. We got to put this plan together. Here's the next line. Like it feels good. And so it's like, you're compelled to keep doing it because I mean, why would you not can, you know, keep doing something that makes you feel so good. And so like the fact that I can merge that and still have it be a business, like that is more telling than anything. So I think just the fact that like it feels good and like it makes other people feel good that keeps me going um yeah and even the people that I've brought on now like when we talk they're so excited and vice versa so it's just like that all around feel good that just keeps me going and of course I hope when things get bigger that I'm able to hire like more women of color and mm-hmm. more people that look like me and give them the opportunities that like I wish somebody would have given me. So just knowing that that is something I could do in the future too is, is a lot that I hold on to. Yeah, I believe that too, that we should follow our joy. Like what makes us feel good? And usually mm-hmm. that's where our calling is. That's where our purpose is. So yeah. I love that that's what drives you because I think that's also what drives me. Like I always tap into my joy to figure out am I in the right direction? If I, if I feel aligned or not, Mm-hmm. And so, see, I can tell, like, when speaking to you, you always sound so joyous about what you're doing. Oh, like, thank that's you. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does. I just love talking to artists. It's really just, I don't know. I just love learning, like, people's story and then, like, really understanding that, like, you know, I'm not alone. I didn't have a lot of artists growing up. And so just like having this community around me really is just uplifting. So Mm -hmm. you're doing more for me than you can ever imagine. (laughs) (laughs) But getting back to you, I want to talk more about your, um, your creative entrepreneur journey, because I know a lot of artists are, you know, maybe in that transition period where they're trying to go full time or even trying to start a business and not quite sure where to start. 
what mm-hmm. would your advice be for a creative who is thinking of starting a business and creating a, you know, creating a business surrounded around their arts? Mm-hmm. Um, what advice would you give them? I would say to, to have a long-term plan. And I think that we all know that things don't always go as planned, but when you have a structure, you kind of have a path to follow. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot easier to make the jump from, you know, just being an entrepreneur on the side to being full-time entrepreneur. Cause I will say with me, um, you know, I am back working now, but last year I actually was a full-time entrepreneur. And that's the one thing that I wish I would have done is created a long-term plan. I had an immediate plan and I knew what my goals were, but I didn't plan for something like a pandemic, you know, or something like not being able to do things in person. And so Of course we learn and now that I know that it has helped me to be like, okay, now here's what we do long-term if we need to shift things. So even if it's loose, even if it's just like, all right, this year is gonna be this, the next year we're gonna switch to that. And then the next year after that, here's what, you know, our business is gonna look like. Just so that you have that vision written down and you know, like what steps that you're following, so. That would be the biggest piece. It it helps to write things down and it helps to have things kind of carved out. Mm -hmm. I think that's important too, to like plan out, plan out your year and it could shift, right? It could change, but just to Mm -hmm. have an idea and like know where you're going, because also like, if you don't know where you're going, how do you know if you're reaching your goals, if you're, Mm -hmm. you know, reaching what you want to accomplish? And if you aren't, you know, that's fine. But like what, when you know that maybe you're not hitting certain goals or whatever that you want to reach, you can think about, okay, maybe this action I'm taking isn't working. Let me try something else or let Mm -hmm. me try this a little bit longer and see what happens. But like when you're just kind of out there doing whatever without a plan, it's really hard to, it's it's really easy, I should say, to get distracted and to not really focus on like what you really want to do and what moves the needle forward. So I think you're right. Mm -hmm starts with a plan yeah. <laughs> and it's so be out here blind <laughs> yeah because when yeah. I think back when I started my collective I had a general idea but I didn't have like a business plan I just kind mm-hmm. of wrote down like okay this is what I want like these are the things I want to do in my business this is what makes me happy this is what I'm good at and I just started hosting dinners but I realized as I was doing that I kept thinking about, okay, like what's next, what's next. And Mm -hmm. if I had started off with like, okay, I want to, you know, I want to host dinners, but I also want to do A, B, and C because this is my, you know, larger goal, like my bigger vision for like my business. I think I wouldn't have felt so lost, like, and wondering what's next. I would have known like, this is what I'm doing. You know, I'm in this process right now. And that sense of security just helps me feel like calmer and not so like hustling for the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. So come up with a vision (laughs) for like what you want to do, people. Yes, please do. (laughs) Okay. So one more question for you. This is, I love this question because it's so like, different depending on like what people define as success so Mm -hmm. I'm curious how do you define success do you feel like you reach it already I think there's different levels to it but for me I think success is when 
you set out to do something and against all odds, you're either doing it or you keep trying to do it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because I think people think that success is like this linear path and it's not, it's going to look crazy. That line is going to go all over the place. But as long as you're still there, that's what success looks like to me. Because even for me, like I look back three years ago and the brand was way different, like way different. And I could sit here today and go, oh man, I'm still not where I want to be, but I'm also still not where I was three years ago. Like I progressed from there. So I think that's what it is for me is like, as long as you're still in the fight and you're rolling with the punches, like you are successful, trust me. Cause it's a lot of people that would have given up, you know, at certain points that you push past. So. Mm. Yes. I love that. Sometimes just like not giving up is like a big success, right? Just like keep going. Mm -hmm. Because it's so easy. There's so many roadblocks and it's a journey and it can Mm -hmm. be challenging as an entrepreneur. But I think that, you know, like you said earlier, understanding your why, like why you're doing this and then Mm -hmm. like moving towards that is is important. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So just to give you a little shout out, would you like to share, you said a little bit earlier, but anything coming up or ways for people to get in contact with you, hit you up, see what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram at suburban.designs. You can also go to my website and sign up for my newsletter. We'll be doing the announcement about the boutique in New York soon. And then we've also got some merchandise that is not handbag related coming out in a few months. So I always give my subscribers, you know, that first look. So make sure you go to my website, ambersnurl.com sign up for that newsletter and you'll be the first one to get those exclusives so yes and you have to come back when you launched in New York and so that you can promote that because that's super exciting (laughs) absolutely I would love to yes let me know well thank you so much this has been so fun talking to you and learning more about your journey no problem thanks for having me of course talk to you soon bye okay bye See you next week, same day, same time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And send me a comment if you really like this one. And remember to uplift and support another woman creative today. Always remember to embrace your creative genius.